What's up? What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Morgan. And it's your girl, Dime. And you are listening to the Securely Flop podcast. Real life experiences from two average Black girls to another. What's up, friend? I'm doing okay, friend. How you doing? I'm How you doing? Okay. I'm doing good. I just got to Atlanta today, and when I tell you worst flight experience ever, whoa, what happened, girl? I've you know I fly a lot, so when it comes to flying, like I just have high standards. Like I feel like the customer service is not there anymore. One, I used to be an agent. So what didn't you do? Goddamn! I'm like girl, I did every job because I really wanted to. I see- used to be an agent. I used to be a doctor. <laughs> I used to be a pilot. I used to be a dancer. I used Rich. to be like damn. I, I can't see cook. damn. Plus, you know, it was like the flight benefit, so I was like, ooh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so really. I did that, but that then wasn't shit either. But it was just like the customer service wasn't there. Like the accommodation. For the money that we spend on flights, yeah, it's just in just baggage. Like it's just kind of like there's no accommodating thing. Like they don't accommodate people. Like it's just basically like, oh, you fucked up. So you're gonna pay five hundred dollars to change your ticket, or yeah. And it's just kind of like when I was an agent, it was like shit. We calling help desk. We doing everything we can. We trying new shit to make sure you your bags get on that flight, and. It was just kind of like everything I felt like I was asking was just like a a no, a no. Yeah. What what airline was it? Fucking United. And I didn't book my flight. So You know what's crazy is my experience with United has been completely opposite. And I was talking to somebody and they were saying how they've made so many changes, like they're really stepping their shit up. And I feel like I they have been good. Like and I'm I sure that they are because it wasn't everything. It was the people I came encounter with. And it's like, I don't oh, know yeah. if because I ca- caught a night flight. So it's like, I don't know if you had a long day um, yeah. or a long night. You know what I'm saying? And also I let them know, like, I understand. Like, in a lot of things, like, I'm the type of person, since I have had all these jobs, I'm very conscious on how to be how a, a, be a good customer. So yeah, it was kind of like, you know, any situation I have, let me call customer service first. So when I do get to this counter, it's mm-hmm. not an issue. Like, you know, everything is resolved as much as possible. You only got to do a few strokes of the keys and we good. But yeah. it was just so, like when I tell you all day today, like, because, you know, it's like that thing now where it's like, can't bring a carry on bag if you, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like I said, I didn't buy my ticket. So it was just like, you know, whatever. But it was just kind of like all these rules, like you can't bring a carry-on bag. And then if you do bring a carry-on bag, it's $70. A $70 carry-on? Wait, why you, Why would they be charging you for You know, carry-on? or it's like to check your bag at the gate. Oh, it's $80, $100 once you get to the gate. It's like, because I crossed security, like, and decided, okay, you know. Or it's like, you know, they be full anyway, taking complimentary bags. But if you have a certain ticket type, they're charging you. And it's like okay that's fine but i just feel like you guys aren't clear about it like you know it's just not clear and then girl i i'm not one of those like the the customer is always right type people i'm one of those listen to the customer (laughs) though you know what i'm saying because 
they're the ones who spent their money. So at least listen to their side. And it was Very just like, true. you came to us with an issue and da, da, da. I said, but I'm also here after I talked to another customer service representative over the phone. So clearly there's some type of miscommunication between an agent and the representative over the phone because y'all are telling me two separate things. Like, you know what I'm saying? And y'all can clearly go back in the system and see what me and this person talked about because it was over like messages because, you know, they have like now you can text them and stuff like that. So it was just kind of like all day. I just felt like I wasn't being accommodated for as much money as that I spent, you know, and it was never like I apologize. But, you know, that's our policy here was like, that's the policy. And yeah, you know, and it was just like, oh. Keep I have realized that a lot of times the people be very young. Like when I, I flew with them to Chicago and honestly, I'm never like expecting to have a good experience. But like, even when I was checking my bags, it was just a bunch of kids. And mm-hmm. it was like, you guys are just so unprofessional. Yeah, or is there like, people like, I feel like so many people who really haven't had jobs are getting jobs now. And they're just yeah. acting any type of way because they ain't never had no job before. And just professionalism like, is different now. They playing, like they laughing and giggling. And, you know, I'm like, for me, it's like, you know, I'm chill as fuck. So I'll, y'all do what y'all do. I didn't been there before yeah. when you bullshit. But like y'all really shouldn't be doing that. But it yeah, was, like, or it, it was like the flight attendant. Like the flight attendants had an attitude, right? So it's like they be really up on this personal item carry on bag shit. My thing is, it's a personal item if it fit comfortably under this fucking seat. I don't give a fuck what it looks yeah, like. Yeah, I've never heard them complain girl they were like yeah when i tell you everybody it's like i don't know if y'all got sent a fucking email this morning so y'all on y'all shit i don't fucking know but it was just like oh my god like no that doesn't look like it fits under seat like watched me put it under the seat like stood there until they saw it go under the seat like i felt like a kid i just i girl and then the other flight attendant you know now you know if it has a screen they'll pass you out the headphones and all that She's yeah. passing out the headphones. And, you know, people are half fucking sleep, bitch. Like, people ready to go to sleep, right. all that mm-hmm. shit. So she, or have they own headphones in? So she's like, you know, anybody need headphones? Anybody need headphones? She's going to say out loud, girl. Now watch two hours later after I ask everybody if they want headphones, somebody's going to ask for some. Girl, and bitch, that's your job. Self. And bitch, that's your motherfucking job. But keep it to yourself, girl. Like you, I'm sure to, you are thing. talking to people who paid. I don't give a fuck if we in the last motherfucking row. Right. You I mad? Cause you gonna that have to do your job. A raggedy staff. Girl, the other girl like low key rolled her eyes at me, and then you know when people have on masks, that don't make it no better because it's just like you can't really see a facial expression. All you see is eyes. So if you thinking you see an eye roll, an eye cut, a uh, mm-hmm. you know it just is like. I'm sensing an attitude, and I don't know if it's because of the mask or what, but I suggest you pull it down so I can see because I'm getting offended. Because y'all asking, like, I'm asking you to do shit that is outside of your job, and I'm not. You know, and also when you had that position before, you're looking at it as, I know exactly what you can do. I know that times changes them, but these systems ain't changed that much. They want to charge you for pressing a key. Yeah. They do. They want you to um, do everything on their own. They don't want her to do shit. That's and then the it's just like, you know, I don't like traveling. I, yes, I know how to fly planes and stuff, but I think that's what makes me nervous about planes. Said, I know how to fly planes. <laughs> it makes me nervous. <laughs> and plus, you know, 
just like with any other institution with doctors and stuff these pilots be getting in off of their daddies they uncles they money and all that too and they don't really be you know somebody's gonna be good pilots yeah so i'd be real critical with certain stuff happen because i'd be like see you just not a good pilot you just flying this motherfucker I just be trying not to think in about hopes it. Like, to land. I, really like, just, I just don't think about it. Like once I sit in that seat, I don't even. I, I don't even. Let girl, my mind I started listening like, to meditation process. music because it's just like I just don't like the flying process, the security, the all that bullshit. It just be too much. It's very anxiety inducing, but I try my best to make it easy on myself. Like I'm okay. always, for the most part, I'm always gonna check in a bag because I don't want to have a difficult experience going through TSA. I don't want to have to be yeah. toting shit around. I'm comfortable. Like, I'm just going to check the bag so that pretty much all I'm going to fucking have is my purse. Make it easy. <laughs> you know, my I got clear. My I need to my TSA. Yeah, and then I'll that. always bring, like, a change of clothes in case something happens to my check bag. Yeah. A change of clothes. Change you know. Yeah. Keep that shit because I'm like, I'm not trying to deal with that. Girl, and my when little... I be on the plane, I'm going to pay more for a ticket with, most of them I get upgraded. But if I don't, like, I know I don't want to be uncomfortable. So I'm just going to pay extra money. Like, I don't want this to be a bad experience because mm-hmm. you be on that plane long as Yeah, so that's why I was just like, I've never felt like this before, but it was just like, it wasn't that I, you know, maybe it did say it on the website. I don't want to pay attention. That wasn't the point. It was the point of you guys are just kind of fucking rude. Like, yeah, you know, and just not accommodating. Like, even if you was on that computer tapping, acting like you're doing something, just make me feel like you can help me or you're trying to help me. And I be trying to give them the benefit of the doubt, like, because I know a lot of them people are fucking mm-hmm. annoying. Because I they get annoyed are. by people too. But it's like if you have a customer facing job, you gotta really hold that shit, and you gotta be patient. So and this is maybe you shouldn't money. be customer facing. This is people, like you know. And I'm just like, and I even told them with a lot of my stuff, even if it is my fault, is there still a way for us to? make sure my bag gets to blah 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 because it was like you know i had a leg i had to cancel because it was just like i'm not going all the way to fucking new york like you know when i found a flight to go from it was like i had to go from portland to washington dc and then to atlanta and i was like and then to have to go to new york so i found another leg from washington and they were just acting like we can't merge your record locators we can't do this oh by the time it came to it was like my flight was supposed to board at nine start boarding at 9 35 9 30 that's when all of a sudden oh maybe we can try this like why so it was like so you guys basically almost made me shit in my pants for shits and giggles like i think this was a joke like the, I was just like, am I about to miss my flight? Because it's like, if you're about to do all this, there's no point because I'm about to miss my flight. You know, like it was just yeah. like, yeah, it was just a lot Girl. of running around. And like I said, I just it didn't sounds like exhausting. I'm sorry, that was a bad experience. It it was it was my first, hopefully my last. So it hope you know it happens when being dramatic because this is the first time. So oh, I I had I didn't have some now, but um, yeah. I was definitely, and I just be like, just flight. as long as Alaska don't do it to me, because Alaska's my favorite. Alaska is my favorite. I've had status with them for a long time, but they're the ones who have me the most fucked up. But I realized real? it was not. It was not Alaska. Well, it was Alaska, but they were contracted workers that have. Oh, they were like the not Alaska, whatever they're called. What are they called? Yes, I don't know what the fuck they call, but Horizon. I still want to beat the bitch's ass because she had me so fucked up. Man, that's so what it be. Kid. The contracted workers, it's always them, bro. It's always the ones who don't girl, get paid. I seen her. I ended up seeing her on another flight when I was going to another flight, and I just really wanted to just go back and cuss her out. But the flight that they had me fucked up was my birthday, and I was really I could not miss that flight because I had 
people coming to do, you know, deliver the tables and chairs, et cetera. So I had to be on that fucking flight. But if I didn't have to be in Seattle at a certain time, oh, I would have showed my ass. I would have got put on a no-fly list that day because I haven't yeah. But anyways, we can go ahead and wait <laughs> some more. All you did was ask me how my day was. And here was Sis said, I had an event, bitch. <laughs> like, I gotta tell you guys about this. But we're here for you. The listeners are here for you, too. <laughs> but we're gonna break the ice with Fuck, Mary Kill. I'm gonna start Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. Um, Tori Lane. Oh. Do you know who Corey Hardrick is? Yes. Corey Hardrick. You've been watching Homecoming? No. Oh. I was, um... I can't remember what it was. He's just off with this very fine. Yeah. Um, who else? Tay Diggs. Okay. Tay Diggs. Yeah. He, he's so funny to me. He's fucking. He's fucking know. hilarious. He's a joke. He's literally a joke. Like, dude, calm down. You're like, right. fuck, Mary Kill. Okay. Corey Lang, Corey Hardrick, and Tay Diggs. Very interesting group of three. You are. <laughs> you did very interesting. Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. So I am. There's only fuck. one person to kill. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> and w- what's crazy is like you know I I love the music, but um I am definitely killing Tori. Um I'm marrying Tay, and I'm fucking Corey. And just because like I am not attracted to Tori, like he is not attractive to. <laughs> Too motherfucking short. And he is an arrogant fucking asshole. But that motherfucker can sing. So, but that's just not enough for me. Corey, like you said, I just, you know, he's fine. fine. But hey, all the right personality, marry me. Delicious. Marry Um, me. So, yeah, I would definitely kill Tori because fuck him. I would definitely (laughs) kill him. Um, I'm marrying Corey and I would fuck Tay Diggs, but it Ooh. probably would be the you think Tay putting down the schlong? No, I don't. <laughs> I absolutely not. I feel like he is this emotional. Fuck? <laughs> is this an emotional? Not, it would be like the only, it's like, why not? I'm drunk, you're here, okay, type of situation. It okay. might even be like a take one for the team type of I don't fucking know. I don't think I would ever like just want to fuck Tay Diggs. Like he don't give me like I want to fuck you guys. But hey, I'm gonna marry Corey. If I can have Corey for the rest of my life, I would definitely do that. So yeah, let me from Corey yeah. Okay, your turn. Okay, so fuck Mary Kill. We have Jay Alphonse. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Ezra, which who plays what you call it in All American? Which one is that? He plays Spencer in All American. Ooh, okay. <laughs> and then <laughs> and Idris, of course, uh, Snowfall. Um, Franklin from Snowfall. Yeah, we know. We know Mr. Yeah, little baby. So, not to be like deep, but like Spencer, he reminds me of a man that was like abusive to me. Ooh. So I just don't. His face bothers me. And then the dude mm. that was abusive to me was also a football player. So even though I like his character, it'd be fucking with me to see him on TV. So he wow. gotta go. He okay. gotta die. Damn, um, sorry, Danny. Yeah, he gotta go. But who was the other person? Oh, Lil Marta. Period. Ooh. Marry me now. Period. <laughs> Lil Marta. Material. Husband, material. Lil Homicide. Mine. 
And Damson, I love him, but I'm not as attracted to him as most women are. I like his swag and his skills, so I would fuck him, but it would just be a one Women just thing. like him because of who he plays on Snowfall, because, you, you know, know everybody they, likes that's the bad boy. That ain't even what it is. Everybody I know that likes him, loves him, like, his social media content. He's very, like, metrosexual, and they yeah. love that. That's no, no, there's vibe. a lot of women who love metrosexual men. It's very no, thinking. So, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I was going to say to me, not saying he's too metrosexual for me. It's just like, you know, I'm not a fashionista type person. I don't follow all the fashion bloggers and stuff. And nigga, you're wearing shit I can't afford. So, um, I don't know. It's I'm just like not interested. Like I don't know. It's good. content that I like. You know, we... It's not, I mean, he's cool and I love him on Snowfall, but yeah, he I think I might great. just fuck him. Just not my type of man. Like, he looks amazing. I love how he, but it's just like, when I think of men, I think of men that look like And also he looks like a boy, so. He looks like a man. Mm, he gives me, I mean, he I looks just, very young. I just be like, mm, yeah. Yeah, and he be having like a baby face. I don't like men with no facial hair. But he's still fine. He's very handsome, just not my type of dude. So yeah. I would fuck him and that's it. So yeah. you said you would fuck him too. And I would fuck would him. Daniel. Mm, I don't think I would fuck Daniel. He's not just fully fucking attractive to me. I think it's like his those two little front teeth get me. Oh. Lord. I don't know, but he's just like I don't know. I don't. He's not really my type. But J. Alphonse, little murder. Like little you murder. said, he can give me that seven pounds of pressure. Anything. Make you want to marry me? That man fine <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's no, like, like did you want to find yourself low key being like Joe's a cliff? Ooh. Like Cliff, you are getting that zig. Like. Like and this man love you. Like, and he love you. And he's still a little murder. Man, that nigga fine as fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. And I just love like the diversity of actors. Even uh the dude who played Big Teeth, I'm like, ooh. No. You're that smile, I was just like, wow. Like he didn't do it for me. But now that I know what you're at like, that makes sense. Really? Yeah. Oh no, Big Teeth. I'm saying like as an actor, like I like the I don't know. Like, the I feel like we- actors are different. Like, they don't look the same. Like, actors, like, I feel like we always have the Tay Diggs, the the Morris Chestnuts, the... Oh, I, I you know what you're I'm saying? saying? He's not, like... But yeah. No, that was my that. first he light-skinned is, boyfriend kinda. ever, girl. And believe me, it took me a while. But he has a to look like, to him. He has a look that... But it's, yeah, like, but it's like... You know? I don't know. Like, him, like, Big T, like I said, when I saw him outside of being who he portrayed, it was just like, wow, like, the diversity of actors has changed. Like, even Black men used to, I feel like, just be just, like, gorgeous. Like, oh, my God. Where it's like, you're not finding that. You're finding just regular men that are just like, wow. Like, <laughs> just regular regular we can see that they weren't having like a contest when they chose y'all because i just feel like tay diggs the more chestnut era was just like y'all were literally finding the most unattainable black men ever like where are these black men walking around because they are these men are fucking gorgeous you know who also has great versatility is um and i tweeted this and he responded to my tweet i was really but it was um, Malcolm Mays. He played, um, you know who he is. Do you? Malcolm Mays. Uh, he, he was in Snowfall too. He played um, 
the nigga that Franklin killed on accident, his friend. I can't think of his name right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He he plays him, but also you know he's been around for a long time. But he plays Kanan's uncle and raising Kanan. He's a right. gangster nigga, but he's. I was like, it's crazy how they made him look so dusty in Snowfall because he's fine as fuck <laughs> in uh, Raising Kanan. He was like, baby, I'm good at this acting shit. Like, don't doubt me. Okay. But like, literally, he's fine as shit. Like, the versatility be crazy because the way he looks on Snowfall, it, you would never think that nigga could ever be attractive. Like, he looked ugly as hell to me. He looked like yeah, a goddamn Yeah, these niggas be killing me because, you know, they be playing these gangster-ass roles and then you see they real life, they married to who? Ooh, these Oh, you know what? Okay, we're not about to go there. We're okay, not going so anyway, there, but I'm just saying, like, it just be like, damn, like, no, you're right. You're making that's my panties wet, and you don't even like me. Like, that's how I feel about the two acting loves of my life. That's how I feel about Michael Ely. You know how I feel about Michael Ely. And that's right. how I feel about thoughts. They both don't fuck with me, and it's okay because I'm still <laughs> gonna be loving you from the sidelines. Period. Like, I'm here. Okay. You ever change your motherfucking mind? I'll be right there. I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That's yep, that's what I'm you waiting. call black man privilege when it comes yeah. to us, because they just be like, "You still fine, but you don't even." I'm bending knee, waiting for you. Whenever you ready. <laughs> Whenever, Whenever she fuck up, I'm here. I'm here, <laughs> Michael Ely. I will. Okay, let me move on. So, friend, what's the tea this week? I'm dead. Okay, what's the thesis? If you are new to the podcast, what's the thesis is a segment where you get to that where you guys get to know us a little bit more with a specific topic. So today's topic, you know, I love for the girls to gas themselves up. You know, I feel like the fuck it's always a good time to gas yourself up. So <laughs> the fuck today's topic is what do you think your best feature is and why. And like, you know, what's bringing the boys to the yard, Diney? My best feature is my smile. Mm-hmm. And um, why? I just always feel like my smile has always been great. Like, I've always liked my smile. I'm a very, like, humorous person with a pretty, I would say, bubbly personality. So I'm often always smiling. And I often got a lot of compliments on my smile. So it just made me love it even more. So... Um, that's why, as far as what's bringing the boys to the yard, it's everything. Like, bitch, I'm the milkshake. The smile, the personality, <laughs> like, I mean, everything. <laughs> the body, yaddy. I can go on and on. Like, the whole See, practice, I love this. I love yeah, it. I think that my smile has always been, like, a non-sexual feature that people immediately recognize. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really appreciate that. I really like it. it makes me feel good because it's like, you know, some people don't have nice now. Some people be having fucked up grills or whatever the case may be. Like when my yeah. still need a new grill, I'd be like, mom, stop. Uh-uh. She but like, like yeah, I'm grateful. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm grateful for a feature that's like on my face, you know, that yeah. is attractive. So, like not just big yeah. booty, big titties, but it's like you know they see the face first, and then you turn around, they be like, "Oh yeah, yeah." And I get the compliment from men and women, or like it's you know sometimes it's like you know from a man, or sometimes it'd be a random stranger. Like you have a really nice smile, and I'd be like, "Wow!" And I'll literally just be like in the middle of laughing or something. So yeah, that's mine. What's yours, friend? Um, I would say my eyes. Like people okay. will literally stop. Like, I just want to let you know that your eyes are so beautiful. And I think that's something I take for granted um, just because mm-hmm. I don't just look at them every day, you know. 
Um, yeah, but I feel like they make right. they make shit pop uh, pop off in the face area. Um, and I just see like I, I my eyes tell you everything. Like they literally tell you everything. Uh, yeah, I think even in my video, sometimes my eyes are like a calmness to me. Like you know the way mm-hmm. I look alive, like. You can tell mm-hmm. everything by my eyes. I make facial expressions a lot. And a lot of it is in my eyes in my, and, of course, in my mouth. But, yeah, like, even... They say that's when, the window to the soul. No, yeah. for real. Like, my eyes, and I'm one of those people... Uh, I used to hate looking people in their eyes. Like, when people look me, me in their eyes, or you, even though, you know, you have a nigga, y'all having a conversation, he's like, look at me, and you like, uh-uh, like... It gets real personal when you look me in my eyes. So I think you're right. They are the windows to the soul. Because it's like, once we have that connection, that's like a, ooh, goddamn, I can look at you and be like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I think a lot of that stems from confidence, too. I, when I yeah. have a hard time looking people in the eyes, I just want to be confident. But, like, I don't have that problem anymore. Like, it's easier for them, me to make eye contact. But I think it's still I'm comfortable with how I present yeah. myself and who I am. Yeah, so, so that yeah. yeah, I think you're that's it's, that's exactly what it is. Is that I didn't used to be confident, and people want to look me in my eye and talk to me, and I'd be like, no, like, yeah, no, whatever. So, um, definitely the eyes. What's bringing the boys to the yard? Well, right now, um, oh, boys are not in answer. the yard. Um, <laughs> I don't know where the fuck they are. They're clearly in the stable. They, <laughs> I don't know where they are. Like. You know, I'm not saying I got rid of niggas, but they fell off because they they knew they was playing. But I think what brings the boys to the yard when they be coming is I have a good personality. Like, I would have a good personality. A lot of times, like, you know, niggas be scared to sometimes fuck with the goofy girl, the class clown type bitch, or, you know, the girl who... <laughs> you know, just speaks her mind because it's like, yeah, I get a lot of flack for, you know, some of the shit I say, like I have opinion, like, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of bitches who will stay quiet, keep it cute. And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? So I always get DMs from dudes and I feel like it's low key. They be trying to be secretive. Like I like you, but I don't want everybody else to know I like you because you kind of out there and you be having you know what I'm saying and I find that a lot now like niggas they want that you know you even hear it on these fucking dumbass podcasts like they want a a girl who shut the fuck up because they don't want to hear their about their bullshit you know what I'm saying so I find Mm -hmm. that a lot with dudes is that they'll step of course to me in my dms because they don't want to face me in real life because it's like I have opinions I might not always agree with you and I might not always keep it cute but that's also what that attracts them to me there is just the outward maybe so, you know what i, I actually think I, can I get off on that shit because like and i don't want no scary ass nigga that's true <laughs> i don't want no nigga not even just a scary nigga like a nigga that's not as comfortable with himself as i am like i feel like that's one of the things with that one loser nigga who i don't know how i thought that he was potentially gonna be my man for real <laughs> but like i feel like he was so just like i feel like he liked me liked how comfortable and confident i was and how out you know just i was i said fucking anything i'm yeah but i think he admired that and he wanted that in himself but i think it also made him insecure because he came from a place of always thinking of like being worried about what other people thought 
And mm-hmm. I feel like we had this idea of like how women should act and how men should yeah. act. And it was like placed upon him. And that's what I get values. a lot is like, it's not that they can't, it's just, you know, it's how they were raised and how they even saw their right. mom in the house. Like, of course, going to school in the South, you, I mean, you meet a lot of people who are from Southern families and yes, their moms are quiet. They don't talk. They do. They cook. They clean, you know, yeah. and then you do have some who do have moms who is like, yeah, no, my mom worked more than my dad should, if anything, or you know, my mom was definitely, you know, a powerful woman. So it's just like, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I feel like part of us is like, yes, we're independent women, but we love that security. We live, we kind of, you know, we fall into those gender roles still just because that's what we saw. Absolutely. We'll say this, like, and I think it's completely okay. Cause who the fuck gonna tell me it ain't like, mm. I truly feel like some gender roles make sense and I'm okay with the yeah. fact that I know I'd be, I be flip-flopping like there's some things I'd be like that's some bullshit there's other my things thing is like- be that. a provider be a man I'll do my part as well but don't try to keep me in a box right. you know like I will mm-hmm. respect you as a man as long as you respect me as a woman if we come to the conclu- you know conclusion or we say okay my responsibilities are gonna be this yours are that but don't try to keep me from being like my own person. I think it comes down to like everything needs to be discussed and like what yeah. we decide works for us in our relationship is what we decide. And that might be yep. some gender roles and that may be some like, you know, complete freedom, but like we're going to have a discussion. But I feel like a lot of times I will see men, especially like men on podcasts, they'd be like, oh, women pick and choose who they want gender roles. One minute they want to be independent. The next minute they want a man that can build a house. Yeah, I do want a man that can build a house. And I also don't want a man that makes me feel bad if I don't want to cook dinner every night. Like, bro, that one podcast, like, yeah, he was like, I could build this and I could build that, but I can pay somebody to come cook for me and I can. And it was just like, that's the shit I don't like. Like, And in those, I was finally happy when I saw that TikTok by that man that's like, or I think it was a podcast too, where he was like, there are men who don't like women. They're not gay, but they do not like women. They do not connect with women. They despise everything a woman is and Talking about not liking women, why was there this story that dropped? And a dude, he, it was him and his best friend and his wife going on a trip. Mm -hmm. And he bought him and his best friend first class. First class. But he put his wife in the economy. Girl, but did you see the picture they posted as the like post? I said, they know they shady because they know that man, that their boyfriends at, at any point, they gotta be. They're they gotta together. Be. They gotta be. Because how that make any sense? And the thing that was really crazy was if you looked at the men in the comments, they was like, that's his money. He gets to decide. Are you guys fucking kidding me? She got three kids with this man. That's her husband. You're gonna have her cramped up in the economy, but gonna put you and your boy in first class. Like, but wait, and then your boy like is women. rude to her. Like, I mean, like, basically gave, like, this is my man. Like, bitch, you're just here. Like, well, this is our trip. We go on this trip all the time. What, what y'all be doing? Swiping vipers? If y'all watch fucking, y'all Girl. know, y'all know, yes. y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, it was giving that. But not to get out of topic, but I really just feel like it's okay to, like, be okay with some gender roles and not having some gender roles. Like, everything is just open for discussion. Communication is everything. That's yeah, how I feel. Sure. But redirecting to why certain features are you know our favorite i do feel like 
when it comes to like my smile, I feel like people are like paying attention to me. Josie, you're about to end the damn thingy. <laughs> <laughs> Putting your paws on the damn iPad. Excuse you. Sorry, y'all. But like, I feel like when men really like compliment non-sexual features, like it just makes me feel like they're investing in me. So, you know, a lot of times when men first reach out to you, they'd be like, oh, you said or you look good. You know, like something just yeah. about your body or whatever but it's like okay my smile you're recognizing that but also I have the same thing with you like a lot of people talk about my eyes and it'd be so Mm -hmm. weird because it'd be like very platonic but the kind of compliments I received about my eyes like I just they'd be blowing my mind like this one man stopped me he was just like your eyes are just so welcoming and I just had a lot of people telling me that at the same time like you just have these really inviting eyes like they made me feel comfortable I'm just like, damn, not some people just being, like, real Yeah, just, and that's you know, what I'm saying. I didn't know. Like, it was just like, oh, like, I guess, you know, when you say it's the window to the soul, I'm like, I guess so. And not just to my soul, but to other people's soul. Because, other people's soul, girl. Because okay. I just be like, what? Like, that's a really nice compliment. Like, it is. It's know. a very nice compliment. Or I like when people compliment what looks good on you whether it be a certain makeup look you know lipstick lip gloss whatever or whatever Mm -hmm. I like that like you know even from like my homeboys like totally platonic like you like my homeboy told me like the one I think I posted like he was like you look good in red lipstick bitch I'm about to wear me some red lipstick the fuck because period you okay. why did I stop like you right. know what I'm saying so it's oh just like God. stuff like that it's like it don't even have like you say it can be non-sexual but you know it, it feels good to be it gassed and even good. by people who is like don't see you all the time and it's just like thank you like because sometimes you forget you take shit for granted you forget you take for granted how good you fucking look Shit. No, seriously. Because like, we look in the mirror every day like this at this regular ass bitch. Like, no, bitch, that's a bitch. Well, I mean, I don't be forgetting, but sometimes I'm like, girl, you be a little crusty sometimes. Yeah. Crusty Dusty. You know, my friend said, she was like, I look crusty Dusty. I said, well, bitch, if you look crusty Dusty, I look dirty dirty. Like, but the I fuck? look dirty dirty. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'm like, bitch, like, you know, you'll be feeling crusty and you'll be like, oh, I just look ugly right now. But I'm like, bitch, if you don't get your shit together, like, you are not an ugly bitch. You just look or- crusty. Even right like now. when I go out looking dusty, but you try to put on a decent outfit, be like it's giving Kim K going to the grocery store. I don't care what uh-uh. you're saying. <laughs> I'm dead. No, real. Picking up my packages from the uh, post office. Y'all can kiss my ass. <laughs> Period. But I've been trying to really like reframe that, like just not being so lazy because you just never know who you're gonna run into, and I don't want to make that like a priority. But at the same time, like. You be mad as fuck if you go on to walk your fucking dog and you run into a fine ass nigga and you're looking like who did it and please don't do it again. <laughs> but like <laughs> if you throw on at least a little decent outfit, so I be trying to do that. But like Or I throw on a hat because I feel like as long as they can see the face, like the facial features are given, put yeah. on a hat, sis. Put on that dusty ass wig, put a hat on over it. And- but I feel like in the Pacific Northwest, like there's a certain swag that's like acceptable. So like you could go sure. outside with some Birkenstocks and, you know, like some sweats or and a hoodie and you don't look crazy. You go out here in, in the South Houston like or that, down, girl. You look crazy. Like, no, you can't even go get no, stop to get no food. And crazy. the thing is, it's not that a nigga won't approach you. You won't uh, attract the niggas you look like. Right. <laughs> That's it. That's it. You're going to attract. So it's it's like, not that you're not going to find no niggas is going to approach you. No, you... 
Yeah, you're going to get what you paid for, bitch. You're going to get what you that match your fucking energy at, at that moment. <laughs> That's what's going to fucking happen. You're going to be looking, get a nigga that look like who didn't, please don't do it again. It's just like you was looking. Y'all gonna be so I've been trying to be more intentional about like how I go out to check the mail, walk my dog or whatever, because it's just not the same as it is at home. Like, you really can just be looking crazy, but everybody in the Pacific Northwest dress a certain way that is acceptable. It really ain't crazy. So I've been trying to be more intentional about that, but sometimes I don't be giving a fuck. But often, when I don't give a fuck, I do regret it because I end up running into a fine ass nigga. And I'm like, God damn it, bitch. See, you look crazy. Said, in the Pacific Northwest, I don't really care just because, like you said, like the niggas be different. Like they don't, like you said, Birkenstocks, all that bullshit. Like, and it's the weather too. Like it fits the weather. Like, and then my mom kind of hard. Like you know, it's grains and nuts and oats type people. She calls them that. Like people who love natural hair, who love natural. You know what I'm saying? Like you get so many people. You see people with happy ass relationships, and they both be looking dusty as fuck here. You feel me? Like exactly. And it'd be true fucking love. So Mm -hmm. it's like, also, like, that's why I do like going to other cities and stuff. Cause it'd be like, sometimes it really be because I'd be like, I wanna get dressed. I wanna look cute. Cause here I have no motivation. Like, I mean, it's really hard to not get dressed, like, when it's 90 degrees outside. Like, girl, mm -hmm. what the fuck are you about to do? Like, you kind of have to put on something that is weather appropriate. And most of your weather appropriate shit's gonna probably be cute. So, you know, you got to step or step. Okay, but fall, oh, fall, I'm a new bitch. Like, hair be done, bitch. I love fall so much, bro. Like, I miss that so much. Bro, the swag of fall is just crazy. Really the best. First of all, bitch, we are so off topic. We don't get Are we? Like, we went from gassing, like, we went from gassing ourselves at... So talking about these niggas, so we like, wait. Okay, oh, redirecting. <laughs> so we're going back to the topic, our favorite feature. So my favorite feature is my smile. What brings the boys to the yard? Everything, because the the fuck. Because and duh. That has yeah, been a phrase this week, because duh. Yeah, that's it for me. Like, I'm really all about feeling myself. Like, I really feel good, and I ain't about to let nobody like. I'm delusional. I, granted, I do look good, but I'm also delusional. Like, you couldn't tell me that I didn't look good regardless. So, bye. I'm so fucking delusional. Like, y'all. Yeah. The bitch I saw in here. Kelly Rowland Jr. in this bitch. Period. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, I look like Kelly Rowland. <laughs> so, my eyes is definitely, you know, they be, they be calling these niggas. But what brings the boys to the yard? This sparkling ass personality. Yeah. I be having period. the guys laughing. They be cracking the fuck up and they love it. It's so easy to get men to fall in love with me. It really is. It's one of my favorites. It's a blessing and a curse, but it's the personality for me at all times. So that's what it is. Girl, Um, because Dapper Daddy slid in my DMs, sending me some motherfucking eyes and sending me some emojis. And I'm just like, we gonna wrap it up on that. Girl. That's some bullshit. He can go no, I know it is, but it seems like a lot of guys they'd be like, Why do y'all be trying to talk to people in emojis? The fuck? Yeah, a very... sentence. This emoji uh culture sending me I remember, a, a... um Lotto said that on when she was on the Joe Budden podcast. She was like, Maybe sending me emojis. She was like, What the fuck is that? Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do with that? Because like, it's just so mean? like you have like you're not telling me, like, you know, I'm not saying you gotta express your feelings, but emojis, my dude, that's what we've gone to. You can express yes. your feelings in emojis, even if you wanna fuck. 
you're sending me a motherfucking emoji the men these days like their communication is terrible they're they scared often, to be like, rejected i think that's what it is they're bad bitches bro that's what yeah i'm like um, bad bitches. they want to do the bare minimum with everything bare minimum communication they don't want to work to get you they don't want to court you like they just don't want to do anything like and they will literally just not do it and then go for another bitch that allows that and, and the sad part is they admit it now along. they admit yeah, it they now with no shame they don't give a fuck like before they used to low-key make excuses now they just do it with no shame they know they'd be like i want an easy bitch i want a bitch who doesn't talk back who doesn't have a mind who yeah that shit is ridiculous because they just talk about it on fucking podcast <laughs> but okay going into the multifaceted black girl segment y'all um if you're new here the segment is about being a woman in multifaceted of uh, many facets we are not just one thing we are many things so we can talk about a lot of different things with this topic but today we are talking about juggling content creation and working a full-time job and or owning your own business. So mm-hmm. that's something that we both do. Um, for me, I don't really have a business attached. Well, I kind of do. But like when it comes to a business, I guess you could say my content is the business for me. So and I also have a full-time job that's very much so demanding um, and I also have like services that I offer as well. So juggling concentration can be very hard. And the best advice I can give you guys is to set boundaries with yourself and also like give yourself grace. And if you don't feel like creating content, just don't do it. Um, And that's why it's very important to like always have something available. Be very intentional with recording content. So for me, like, I haven't really felt like recording content in a minute because I've just been so busy. And it's just like, by the time I really get a chance to create content by that point, it's damn near 10 o'clock at night. And the makeup that I had on, I don't want the shit on almost. I want to wipe it off my fucking face. I want to go to bed. Like, I'm going to try to eat. So I just have been like, fuck it, you know? But at the same time, I always have something in my phone that if I feel like I need to post, I can post. So being intentional, like, everything is content so sometimes i'll just be walking down the street and i'll see like a really nice view and i'd be like let me record that because mm-hmm. i can take that piece of content and you know put a voice over over it or put some text over it and boom i can post something so like you know or even just getting little random shots that you can curate into a vlog and like maybe you don't have no content but you're like let me do a recap of my month and i got all these yeah. videos so you know stuff like that so even though I haven't felt like creating content lately, I've had some stuff to record. Um, and I have not felt bad about, or I've had some stuff to post, but I have not felt bad about it because I no longer want to like, not, in, I don't want to feel like content is work, even though it yeah. is. Yeah. You know? So it's yeah. like, if I don't feel like it, I just been okay with just not feeling like it. And then I would rather, you know, take my time and when I do feel like it normally like a rush just happens and I'm like I'm in the mood let me knock out a bunch of content so yeah it can be hard and also just I always keep a running list of ideas so that you know when I do feel like creating content I'm not like scrambling like okay well what am I gonna do yeah. if I have a running list so. I for sure add notes to like the certain TikTok sounds that I want like you know you hear a sound mm-hmm. it's like oh I would do this to it write that note down because you will mm-hmm. forget my 30-year-old brain, I'd still be acting like it's 16 or 17, and baby, it is not. Because, you know, yeah. you just come up with idea after idea, and they'd be like, wait, I had a brilliant-ass idea earlier. What was it? Should have wrote it down. Mm-hmm. 
Also with content now, one thing I had to learn, some things I just had to learn about content creation, reuse your content, you know, recycle Mm -hmm. your content. Because I always see people, you know, you can tell they did one reel, but now it's to another sound and they, they, you know, their lips are not moving to whatever sound that they're using now. And it's like, that's people, people are recycling just content. They don't even give a fuck no more if it go, y'all, like. It does not matter. Like, I remember, did you see that uh, TikTok from that dude was like, post your bacon sandwiches, <laughs> whatever. Like, no, dead ass. Like, forgetting our shit, baby. gonna do about it. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is what I wanna post. Like, I want y'all to see my. You got regular people trying to post like professional content in 4K, and then it's like, these are regular people. They have no desire to be an influencer or nothing, but it's like, for their shit to even be shown to people who they just wanted to be shown to, it's like they have to put on this whole fucking production. So I had to learn to repurpose content, but also, like you said, everything is content. I had to learn mm-hmm. to just, you know, when like you, when you see a good view, when you do this, you know, because before it used to be like my phone was always in my hand, so I always try to like keep it out my hand when I'm doing stuff, so it'd be like you know I'm present. But now it's just kind of like okay, I'm gonna record even if it's a little snippet because you like you said like the days you don't have content, yes the fuck you do. Mm-hmm. And I think I used to have it in my head like, but I took this like a month ago. People are gonna know, and it's like no the fuck they're not. No the <laughs> like, fuck they don't. Most time they, they don't be knowing. Well. You could have put it in a whole nother video. You cut it different. People have no idea. Speaking of that, damn, I forgot to post my TikTok. Let me do that. I'm dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, finally. Yeah. And finally, TikTok got me over 243 views. Like, so it's like, even with TikTok, it's like, I'm constantly still trying to figure out, like, you know, what brings people to that page, you know? whether it do like you know when I was giving like information but now I'm seeing like you know making my products are bringing people there so it's just kind of like you of course have to find your niche but Mm -hmm. sometimes I mean it's okay because what do you sometimes people have like three subjects they'll you know post on so it's just kind of like rotate to also make it you know so you don't feel like you're you're being stagnant or you get bored because I think that's what happened to me with like feminine health and doing it just got boring Girl, that's the same. There's thing almost cause there's only so much coochie tech. you can fucking talk about. Talking about tech got boring. And mainly it was just because of like I don't know. People just people really be making shit mm-hmm. just not fun anymore. <laughs> like they really do. Like yeah. they drain the life out of me. And then like the culture around the period, there's people that were lying about being tech, so then people are jaded, then people want to come at you, say that you're lying, because this person lying. I ain't got time for that. I really was just trying to help you out and it was fun. I like to help you go out. But I don't talk about that shit at all anymore, literally. Wow. Like, even yeah, you've been doing more shit. lifestyle. In which yeah, I've always weird. loved your lifestyle content. Like, because you've been putting people found, on. <laughs> I just wanted to help people. So I'm like, like okay, can Orange not? Theory sponsor you? Because the Everybody's girls are spending their bucks at Orange Theory, bro. Everybody's just saying it. Like, they owe you a check. I'm like, they kind of do. They need, like, an affiliate program at the very least. Because No, for real. Money. Because I be on that goddamn Peloton app. And I love Peloton. Girl, I that I app it. is a lifesaver for people like that me. That app is bomb. That app is very good app yeah i love it because it's so versatile and like i said it's good for people like me who most likely have to work out at home so Mm -hmm. it's kind of like okay i can go on a walk and still get some motivation i can go on a run because one of my (laughs) one of my goals just for life is i want to be a runner like i want to be able to run not a runner 
Like, mm-hmm. I want to be able to run. Like, I'm not doing the 5Ks and shit. Like, maybe one. But that's one. not, like, a goal of mine. But it's, like, I want to be able to run a good distance. You know, the girls be, like, three miles in 12 minutes. I'd be, like, damn, Girl, bitch. get the fuck. I'm never doing that. No. I fucking hate running. I tolerate yeah. it. But I will never enjoy but it. But it's just, like, like once you get done, like, sometimes I do be feeling good. So, it's, like, yeah, I don't know. But definitely that Peloton app with, like, you know, I be getting on the bike and shit. And oh, girl, whooping my ass! But also, like, and they have challenges too. That's content too. Like, yeah, that's what I mean by like you're you are the content. Your life is content. Like something as simple as me literally just doing what I do every single day. I'm posting about that. That's content, and it's influencing other people to do it too. So, like, I think that people like overthink content a lot. I was watching a video earlier, and this girl was saying how like. I feel like my life isn't eventful enough to be a fashion blogger because that's how I used where to do, where do I go? What am I gonna do? Like where am I gonna wear these outfits to? And I'm just like, girl, me and a couple other people are like, girl, pay attention to these fashion bloggers. Most people are in one setting where they're just styling looks. You don't have to fucking leave your house. I leave my house only to go to Orange City for the most part, unless I mm-hmm. go to which is very rare. I don't leave my house. But like I, people are interested in me. So you have to like show people your life and just be authentic because when people do these extra made up lives, like mm-hmm. yeah, it looks good. It's aesthetically pleasing, but that gets boring really easily because everybody starts doing it, but nobody's going to be posting about your life because you're the only person living your fucking life. So yeah. girl, get your fucking camera and style some outfits in a cute little setting and post that shit. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to have an event for life. Like she's like, you guys are going to events and all that. You ain't got to do all that to be successful. I know people making damn near seven figures mm-hmm. from posting in their fucking closet. And their closet is something you could definitely you do. You feel online. me? I post in my bathroom. You see, y'all see the same fucking bathroom every motherfucking Y'all night. see my office. Y'all see the corner of my couch. Yeah. Like, or one little corner in my bathroom. Like, and I think partially that'd be like a safe space, like, you know, like to create content because, like, my bathroom is the only place I can really get peace and quiet. Like, you know, without somebody be like, Morgan, hey, the dog's barking all of a sudden at something. Like, you know, it's that one place where it's like, okay, I can create content, I can redo it. I I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just that's like my safe place. I try other places in the house sometimes, but sometimes like honestly, that'd be the best lighting. The plugs is close yeah, to plug in my ring lights, like for the kind of content that you're making, I feel like it works mm-hmm. for you. So like with juggling content, it's like you do I definitely believe in proper preparation prevents poor performance. Like you do have to have some planning, but a lot of time it's really just like turning your fucking camera on <laughs> like yeah even my friend she's like recording. i can't believe you record in like your robe and i was like that's my life like i sell skin products like there's no reason i shouldn't record in my robe like and i'm happy that you know that's the kind of content i create like you know i create homey like at home chill vibes content yeah so, and it fits and that works it's for me fitting. because no i cannot see myself just putting on makeup and That'd be the, I think that's what steers me away from content. Cause I'd be like, oh my God, it's getting ready for the content. Then it'd be like, after like, damn, that now I really record this the hard shit. part. No, that's for real what really be getting me. But like, I just try not to even let that be a thing no more. Yeah, like, when we get done recording, bitch, I got to shoot for a sponsor campaign and I'm not doing makeup, but I'm just going to do it in a way where I feel comfortable. I'm going to do certain angles. I'm going to like make it work for me because 
don't let you know certain things really will like make you feel like okay well i don't want to do my makeup today but i don't want to record 10 11 12 videos with no makeup but that yep. shit will be i'll draining. just pop on some lashes and once you get your lashes done put on some lip gloss and i make sure the hair is right like and that'd be yep. a lie. You pop on a filter. Like, there's, like, you know, a few a filters filter. that just really just smooth out your skin. Like, they don't, you know, add no lashes or nothing. And it's just, like, cool. Like... A filter. Or you don't even have to show your face. It's really you about show, that. You do some type of, you know, user-generated content where you're just unboxing something or stuff like that. Like, you really do have to just make it fit into your day um, at all Yeah, times. because behind but, the camera, when y'all be seeing my hands making stuff, girl, you don't want to see what I right. look I'll be looking like Exactly. Death. Exactly. <laughs> Sometimes it be like that. But I really, like, I'm actually proud of myself for how, like, normally I would be really tough. Like, you need to record on this day, this video, da, 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 da. And lately, I just ain't fucking felt like it. So it's just like, when I do feel like it, I know I'm going to go in, but I'm not about to have this pressure on myself because, for one, I built an audience that really fuck with me regardless. So yep. like when I do post that shit, they're going to be there. And Girl, same. That, you know, and I'm just so happy. Like, you know, I cannot get on. I'd be like, damn, these people miss me. Let me post. I'm Now it's like, I'm not posting for me. It's like, let me post for these people. They kind of miss yeah. me a little bit. That's how it is. Because they'll be reaching out. Because my them. fucking views and shit still be doing numbers. I be like, I haven't been on this app in five days. Like, But you got a loyal audience. And I think that's what people need to pay attention to. People want to go viral so bad. But like going viral is not always the best thing. You could go not. viral for a video that you just did for shits and giggles and it has nothing to do with your niche. So now you have all these people coming to your page and they're expecting some type of content that they ain't about to get from you again because it's not your typical content. So now you're going to be feeling pressure to create content that you don't really want to make. Nope. And also you're going to feel weird because if the people are there, the content that you do want to make, they're not going to engage with it because it's not really why they came to your page in the first place. So it's not always a good thing to go viral. My and people, as much as you tell them time. to engage, some of them, they're just not. And like you said, those are not your Yeah, audience. or they're not going to. People are ghost watchers, followers, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, my first viral video on TikTok was literally me showing my living room. I'm not a home decor blogger. So even though it went viral, yeah, I got some followers, but that was not my target audience. So it took me a minute to go viral again because I was not posting that kind of content. So, yeah. like... Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. It really can be. So don't focus on going viral. Like, and yeah, use you. those trends to also, you know, steer you where you want to go with your content. Because that's also what I notice is trends. Like when I per- post certain content, like sometimes, you know, you just try new things, try new things with your content. You know, I was at first first doing those like con like I was doing like the pretty content, like the oh, the five out um, the five o'clock shadow with my products. And that just didn't work for me. Like, you know, it was boring. It was just kind of like, I mean, I guess like, you know, but it was like I'm not getting a response from that. So it was just like use use the trends in your content and what you post try new things, see if it works like still have it, of course, be within your niche. But try different types of content right always try different kinds of content like if something is working for you try it again people most likely want it and ask your audience what they want as well because you don't want to really of course make content for you like sometimes i'll make content just so i fucking feel like making it and i'm not expecting anybody to like it but you also need to feed your audience so ask them like i always ask them what y'all want to see more of what y'all want Mm -hmm. as you post and they tell me and that's typically what i take like 
Yeah, you like I've found I different ways to do my skincare routine. Like, you know, and it's just like, I just did that based off of trends. Okay, let me try doing this way. Let me try doing to this sound. Let me try doing it like this. And it's just like, you you just have to find what works for you because you can, you know, what attracts me to other people's content doesn't attract people to my content. Mm-hmm. you know like I might see something I'm like oh my god like I love it but it's like if I made that content it's like it's not gonna work like because that's not me like yes I love it right but me my personality and how I present things it's not me and pe- I think people know that people know that when you post it whatever love. you want and then you start posting some other shit it's like it's cute mm-hmm. but it's not you yeah, that I definitely had that moment just because, like you said, you should be trying out new things. So I was trying new things, but some of it was like, you know, I've seen other people like, oh, she's doing this. Like, maybe I should do that. It didn't even fucking feel good, to be honest. It just did not feel good. And I was like, this ain't me. Like, girl, I literally had to tell myself, you are the fucking content. These people are here for you, literally you and your personality. So stop trying to change your content because you see somebody else having success off of a certain type of content. Like, yeah, you can do that same like theme, but at the same time, at the core, have your own personal spin on it. And I think that's something people do is they be trying to like literally duplicate other videos, and it's just yeah. like that or person. Or find viral. those people because there's a couple people that make content that I like, and I think that that does well. That I do duplicate, you know. But like, girl, what if y'all like something? <laughs> that shit you know if it has right. if it's your in within your personality and you know because there's some stuff and i'm like oh i gotta do that one like and also don't be scared to give people their credit okay mm-hmm. like give people their credit but girl i mean there's this one dude he sells candles down here his name is his the company is named home candle co so h-o-a-m and mm-hmm. girl his content is hilarious it's amazing and I like it because he also talks about his lows even though it'll be a sound like you know basically an entrepreneur complaining about no sales or people just looking at their content and not buying or you know buying candles from somewhere else and and it's like I like his content and I've noticed that even what I've taken from his content is showing people the struggles that entrepreneurs go through right that, yeah, that my audience likes that because also my audience is a lot of other growing entrepreneurs people like to see the ups and downs and when you are somebody that only posts your highlights i promise you people will know it there's somebody specifically that i know and this person only posts because you posting your lows answers questions yeah, for people i think do. sometimes it really you know? helps people and a mm-hmm. lot of times you may not even get the appreciation in the comment section but you'll get dms with like full ass long stories like you yeah. said this and i've been going through that and this is how that helped me like i would rather have that because again when you have these sponsored campaigns or whatever the case may be or you're releasing a product it's gonna be those people that purchase it not the people that from the viral post you know it's gonna be yeah. the people that really are your loyal audience that really support you and what you have going on so I don't really care about the numbers and stuff anymore. Like it, it comes, it comes. Yeah. You know, like, but for now, like, it's just about making my audience happy and also making me happy too. Like, I want to make sure that I like the stuff that I'm doing. And I know that gets hard with growth. And I think that's just something that people have as creative periods. Like as creatives period, we're just going to have times where people are going to try to push us into doing things that don't really make us happy. So having strong boundaries, again, is, really important i think the most important and just listening to yourself like 
let it be fun. If you want to have create content for fun, create content for fucking fun. When yeah, because these work, people are fucking comedians. I say that every day, and you always say, like, I don't understand why this shit is free. Like, that shit is pure. Like, these people are, people are funny. funny. People are like, funny. Sometimes funny. I'm just like, I'm not even this funny. Like, I'm like, I'm a little bit nah, funny. But these people are like fuck. organically fucking funny. Like they wake up like this, bro. And a lot of them be young. That's the funny part. They, they be young, be young as shit. As fuck. And I'd be like, this is talent, bro. Like you're I'd a talent. Be I'd be I just think that was us on Vine. Well, not me in particular, but the yeah. Summerellas and everybody on Vine that was funny as fuck. Six seconds. Six fucking Funny seconds. Funny as hell with six fucking seconds, like, making me cry laughing. Like, damn, what a time, Vine. I forgot all about Vine. You feel me? So it's just like, dude, honestly, it's work. Content creation is work, but social media is, like, my escape. Or, you know, like, I just hate how now our social media is, like, the news, too, because it's just, like, you can't escape. Like, I feel like that'd be, like, low-key, like, not a reality escape because these be people's real lives and real personalities and shit. But it's just, like, yeah, I like to see people happy, like, making themselves laugh. And then you got Twitter coming on talking about there was an explosion and blah, blah, blah. Just be like, Twitter, thanks, but yeah, I'm trying to, you know, escape the, the drama. I love muting shit on Twitter, but at the same time, I'm very thankful for the news on mm-hmm. social media because I haven't had cable in years. Yeah, so I don't need it. So, like, honestly, a lot of times I only know about shit because of social media, unless I'm going to look for it. So, you know, yeah. sometimes I think it just be the, the, and then we go down the rabbit hole of you know, like, okay, what else is going on in the world? Like, my friend was basically saying, like, you know she'll be she'll be ready to like create content and stuff or something you know you start going on social media you go down the rabbit hole and she was like one day she noticed she was like bitch i got depressed she was like in that moment just watching all this shit going on in the world because it seemed like you know it's probably a day where it's like nothing really good on social media or you know it's a celebrity or something that happened and she was just like you know we i have to stop going down this rabbit hole like i have to get on social media with intention Mm-hmm. because you will get sucked into that shit in other people's lives and you know form these opinions and you know even watching those Absolutely. podcast segments of those asshole ass misogynist misogynistic ass men it just be like it it makes you feel like damn these are the men i'm gonna encounter like even though it's like you don't absolutely at all have to talk to these men but it's like are these what men are thinking that I may be attracted to? You know, and then sometimes yeah. it even makes you sad going in the comments and seeing men that you know commenting in favor of what this nigga is saying. It really be And wild. it's just be like, <laughs> oh, now I'm sad because I thought you were cool and now I see that you see me as an, a dumbass object or, you know, a prop in your life. It really be wild. But at the same time, it's like, scrub past that shit. You really do have to scroll past yep. it. Because sometimes I'll put on some shit and I'll just hear niggas just being just so And it's like, dead. you don't even have to follow the spiritual words, the all, all those they're going to come to you anyway. Like I've noticed, like I don't even really follow a lot of them no more. And they still come to my phone somehow. They still show up yeah. on my timeline or even my Instagram. friend. Instagram yeah. is stupid. It's always showing us some shit that we, from people we don't follow. Like, you ain't asked to see it. Yeah, like we're like, trying to figure out what you like. I will find what I like. It ain't like, nothing I but a hashtag away. I, 
more posts from people like this. Like, bye. I didn't ask for that. That's why I don't really fuck with Instagram like that. Yeah, I'd be like, dang, I would put in one fucking hashtag. Now all of a sudden, <laughs> God now damn, I mean a bunch of shit. Because you viewed this person's video, like nigga, calm down. I didn't ask for this shit, so girl, yeah. look, talk It'd to me for us. Girl, I ain't got no pool. Okay, I will. <laughs> the, the owner, don't, the uh, CEO of um, Instagram, don't give, give a damn fuck about what nobody got to say. Clearly, girl, because every time he get on that motherfucker, he say some dumb shit. He say some shit that it has nothing to do with what people are complaining about. But you can't tell him that he's not the problems that people have so yeah I'm, especially I'm, when it's like stop ha- stop coming out with stuff and then having to backtrack on it just ask us what we want they do that's the sad part and they, they still don't listen for they you're are. right you're right they show they do, do. <laughs> they do you and people tweet them people write on their stories like instagram why da, 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 da. and it's just like can y'all just stop doing shit take suggestions at this point get a yeah, suggestion box so I'm just um, coming TikTok up with did a survey. They did a TikTok did a really long survey about really? like for black creators, and they were like, "Do you want to participate?" I said, "Hell the fuck yeah, I want to participate." Y'all gonna know how the fuck I feel. So hopefully they actually do something with it because it was long. Mm-hmm. It was like fifty questions long. Because we've like, been on them about black creators for probably what two years now. Yep. Shit. Black creators yeah. have been complaining for three. years now. You guys get us to do these trends. We go viral. And then now all the white creators, now it looks like it's their trend and, you know, their influence. It's like, uh-uh. No. But TikTok you, is changing a lot. Like, the algorithm is already way different. Like, used to be able to post something and, like, automatically get, like, 50,000 views, like, yeah. instantly. Now it takes you like a couple weeks for your views to get that high because I feel like they're trying not to be the app that's like instant gratification. Like, I don't know. It's yeah. just different, but that's always what happens with apps once they get bigger. So, yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Like, yeah, I always tell people like, you know, they start like, oh, okay, they starting to pay me. I'm starting to get these checks. And I'm like, but they use us. Like, not to be the bear bad moves and sound like the hater, but... I've seen so many of my friends, like, you know, they get that attention, their videos go viral. And then a few weeks later, they just, you know, they feel used or it's like, damn, they got me to this point. And I'll be like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know. But I just be like, you know, people be ready to quit their job over a few viral videos. (laughs) Honestly, like you make the most money from um, outside of like, like, I don't I'm not in any of the creator like Mm -hmm. uh, programs or anything because you don't make enough money anyway so the only one that i will no. for is youtube but other than that you don't really make enough money anyways to like really be banking on that like you're going to get the most money from sponsorships and affiliate programs so i don't yeah. really care about any of that shit but yeah basically my points about juggling concentration is work and working a full-time job remembering that you're the content always thinking of that so always recording you know, set good boundaries with yourself. If you're burnt out, you're tired, don't worry about it. That's when, you know, having content in your phone is going to come in handy. Um, and just really try not to overthink it. Like, make the best of what you have. Don't go broke mm-hmm. trying to buy things. Like, make content with what you already have, you know, available to you. Yeah, That's because the five to 50, 15 second videos are really what they want. So it's like, you think of it as like, damn, I got to make some content, but it's like five to 15 seconds, y'all. Yeah, you can. You can make it work. Don't overthink it. You can also take one piece of content and break it down into making it like 
yeah. 10 different videos if you're really strategic about how you film that content. So it's all about working smarter, not harder with that. But it is hard. It's an ongoing battle for me. But I'm getting better with setting, setting boundaries as I'm building a loyal following. So those are my points, friend. You got any more? Um, my, if you're like product-based, service-based and stuff like that, you know, of course, know your audience. Like you are not about to get everybody to be a customer. So when it comes to who you want to attract, put that into your content. You know, like I said, if you're product-based, show what you sell. Of course, give a solution and re- recycle your content. Like, yep. nigga, I can only make scrub one way. So <laughs> you about to, you know what I'm saying? I made a, I made a video. It probably would have been 15 minutes of me making scrub, da, 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 but it's like, I've cut it down, you know? So it's just mm-hmm. like, don't be afraid or don't think like people have already seen this. They're not going to see this again. Believe me. They don't care. Half time. They don't remember. And they do want to see it again. They like Cut that. it down, show different parts of it. Like you see so that there's people things. that will make the same reel to the same song every day. Mm-hmm. They, really they got a they thousand really reels with one there. song. It'd be crazy. Like I think, and I will get lost in the rabbit hole of going down all of them, seeing just the outfit. Like oh, okay, okay, mm-hmm. and again and again and again. So you know, yep. do what you do what you want to do. Shit, like we like homeboy said, make some bacon sandwiches. He so the dogs. they don't want to give us the old Instagram, but we're gonna take it back. We're gonna take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Dead ass. But yeah, that's all I have on that topic. Um, always happy to you know talk more about it. If you follow me on social media, sometimes I'll just randomly start dropping gems about creating content because I get a lot of questions. Girl, because honestly, you already know I used to definitely watch your shit like, okay, let me save that video. That's how I know how to make certain shit on Canva and all that. Be tuned to the dime shit because she do be dropping gems. It just be on my Instagram story these days. It's just because I just don't be wanting to put too much time into it. Yeah. Get a little hair up my ass and be like, let me go ahead and school the girls because I'm always trying to help. So for sure. And also another tip is to make your story content, make that shit in the content too. Motherfuckers. Like that's that's a good point. I will go back in my stories a lot of time and save them because it was content. Yeah, I always said mine. Just you never know when it could come in handy. Literally. One of my viral videos was literally on TikTok with me. On my Instagram stories, I was randomly talking about some random ass shit. Like, never in a million years that was gonna go viral. I saved it, I uploaded it onto TikTok, and it went viral. And I was like, wow, I literally was just bullshitting on my stories. But you just never know what's gonna hit and what's not. So post it. Post yep. the fucking content, sis. Period. Um, but yeah, that's all I have on that topic. We can go ahead and wrap it up. Y'all know what I'm gonna say. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram. <laughs> TikTok, YouTube, Diamond Baby, I make it easy for you. And Miss Morgan, I didn't call her Jamaican the last podcast. I'm going to call her Jamaican now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You guys can follow me on Instagram, my private Instagram, my personal Instagram, whatever you want to call it, at underscore pretty with an I dot hippie underscore. Or you can hit me up on my business page at poke underscore apothecary, as well as on TikTok under that same tag. You see, she got so much shit she be forgetting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. But if you go to my personal page, you can find everything. That's why it ain't no point, point of listening. Because it's like, it's all there. 
True, true that. But we'll be back with another episode soon. If you guys have any topics that you guys want us to discuss, feel free to send us a DM or leave a comment on Instagram. We will respond to it. But for now, we'll talk to you guys later. Peace out. Bye.